When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFira. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Karam, and we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how you doing? Doing good, LJ. Um, it's Monday. It is power rankings time. Um, I believe this is our fourth iteration of our power rankings, and... Um, Quite a bit of change in the middle of the the group. I would say between like 10 and 20, um, there was a lot of teams that really stood out to me this week that um, we'll certainly get into. Yeah, I think my, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of sweeping effects on my side with my process. Um, overall, I think, yeah, this has been, it, it was, it was a big week. You know, this is the turning point a lot of the times where, you know, the guys that, the t- guys that were cold, the teams that were cold through that first month are really able to start picking it up. And now we're starting to see the teams regress back towards their mean as we head towards that big Memorial day. Well, LJ, do you want to get us started with uh, 30 to 26? Yeah, I'll go 30 to 26 uh, starting at 30. Of course, before the one to third week in a row, we have the Cincinnati reds followed by the Detroit tigers the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Kansas City Royals, and the Boston Red Sox. Um, this Boston team sucks. And I, I, I don't know what to tell you, Brandon. You know, Brad yesterday, if you haven't gone, gotten to talk, uh, listen to it, go back, 
uh, really great stuff with him during Sunday night baseball as we just kind of got a chance to shoot the breeze about the Red Sox, how we were feeling about the organization and all of that. And yeah, he was trying to convince me that this was as bad as 2020. I don't see it that way. I think this is significant worse than 2021 just because first off, he acknowledged the 2020 team was supposed to be bad. This wasn't. But even the bullpen, like these are good names that it's just, it's why you're, you're, you're trying to look away from a train wreck every single time that the bullpen comes out there. And you add it in with the offense not hitting. I saw it as of today, guys not named Xander Bogarts and Rafa Devers, you know, the two guys that uh, FSG are trying to kick to the curb. Everyone not named those two guys is batting uh, 198 this year. Team batting average when you take them out. Um, this is just, this is bad news. But I also think I misspoke, or at least I didn't give enough context to one of my comments yesterday, and I was thinking about that a lot today. I'm out on in on the team and out in the organization. I'm going to fully support this team, these players, the Red Sox, as long as I live. Like, I'm never going to stop watching the games. I'm never going to stop rooting for them. However, every chance I get to complain about management, every single chance I get to complain about ownership, I'm going to take. Because at this point, I've lost all respect for them. I'm out on them. I'm not out on the players. I'm not out of the history. I'm not out of the legacy. I'm not out on the team. I'm out on the people. Well, that is um, certainly good that you clarified that. I'm, um, I mean, I'm, I, I always knew that, that you were in on the team, in on the players. Um, I mean, just like go back and listen to the shows we did last year and how much more excited LJ became about the Red Sox as we like made our way through September. And then after the wild card game, you know, there was a lot of, of a positivity. So that's what I'll say on that. For sure. With that being said, I could have easily seen myself putting them 28 and 20 instead of 26. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Well, my 30 through 26, the Reds, once again, at 30, they will be there for a very long time. The A's, I put them back at 29. Um, They're doing Oakland A stuff now. They've lost nine games in a row. Um, And, you know, I just, you know, they... Uh, Talent-wise, they are by far the worst in the AL West, uh, and it's not really close to me. Uh, Nationals at 28, Royals 27, Orioles 26. Um, a little, little salt on those uh, that Orioles pick, I can see. No, I mean, they had an okay week, but 5-5 um, five and five on the week still doesn't do much to really make me want to move you up when you're 11 and 17. It's just interesting for me because I feel like, honestly, the bottom 10 teams here, like if we're talking about where the rich war line is, the bottom 10 teams in the league right now, I see very little difference in. Yeah. In terms of quality, in terms of level of play. So as we go through this next group, you know, of this group, I don't, I don't have any issue jumping team seven spots because it's seven spots of crap. Like I'm not going to, you're not going to see Brandon, you can go ahead through your list and I'll make this point, the rest of this point in a minute, but like, I'll show you the difference here in a second. All right. Uh, 25 to 21. We've got the pirates, the Cubs at 24, 
Tigers 23, Rangers 22, and Diamondbacks 21. Uh, pretty low for Arizona, honestly. Like I, I wanted to put them higher. They are 15 and 14. They have a winning record. But once again, I, I think that once they start to play more of these games within the NL West, um, like teams like the the Dodgers, Giants, Padres, they're they're all significantly better. And because you play those teams so often in the regular season, they're gonna eventually get back to this kind of uh level of play, especially with that offense. Um, not much on the Rangers really. And the Tigers have kind of like I don't know what's been ha- what's what's been going on with them. They've won two of their last ten. They lost five in a row, so they get a big uh, bump down, and they're at twenty three now for me. Well, they only went down one spot, I guess. But in my mind, I think a bunch of these teams that are behind them also got worse this week. Brandon, they're beating the Diamondbacks are beating or splitting with good teams. No, I know, but just, just, just it's wait. A good level of play. I know, I know they're gonna chip, get chipped away, but no, I think honestly, with the talent level that they're showing right now, they aren't the bottom group. They're not the bottom tier team that we thought they were even two weeks ago. I mean, I mean, they started off last in my first ranking. So yes, oh, they're I, at twenty-one now. They were there for me too. We have, we have so far been had a consensus on every single. 30 team in yeah. four weeks of doing this we've only i believe we've only had a uh, consensus on the top now twice but just four weeks in a row with that but no i mean you beat you beat la you split with st louis you beat my another a miami team that's probably underperforming what they can do right now um overall it's just it's a fantastic start my 25 through uh 21 we've got the nationals at 25 then the a's the Cubs, the Rangers, and then the Orioles. Overall, just again, all these teams are not talented teams. Like the quality of play after this point, I think skyrockets. Quality of player clearly is seeming to skyrocket after this point. So I'll just go ahead and start in with my um, group, unless Brandon has something else to add to this crew. Um, 20 through 16, Marlins, Mariners, Phillies, Guardians, White Sox. I don't, there's no way, like I can't, there's no conceivable way for me to put the Orioles above the Marlins. Like it's literally dead even at that 10, that 20 line. That is where the quality decreases. Like the top, the the bottom 10 teams are not even close to playing near what the top 20 are right now. And it's just, it's a very interesting gap. So there's a lot of room to wiggle within it. Well, LJ, let's talk about Seattle, who, here, I'll run through mine, uh, 20 to 16, Red Sox, Phillies, Mariners, Guardians, Marlins at 16, and the Mariners, LJ, they didn't win a game since we recorded last Monday until yesterday. They fell, I mean, they were 10th in your rankings last week, they fall to... You had them at 19. They were 12th in my rankings last week. They go to 18. Um, Certainly one of the teams that did not do much of anything to help their case this week. Um, And that's why I dropped them. I mean, they're still very talented, but, uh, you know, you can't get by with whatever 
this play was this week. I mean, there was tough series, sure, that at Houston and then four against Tampa Bay at home, but you have to, if you want me to consider you somewhat competitive, you have to uh, at least not get swept by the Astros and then three out of four by Tampa. No, but it's, again, this is a, uh, this is a young team. This is a team probably, like, realistically, they still have enough holes where you could call them a year away from being, well, they're, a year, they're a year away from being like contenders. Right now they're a playoff contender. And you're starting to see some of those holes up, up. I mean, Wabi Way hasn't been Wabi Way so far. Um, you know, you get George Kirby in here, but that's partly only because um, Matt Brash was having such a hard time throwing strikes, just being a competent pitcher. So overall, I think there there hasn't been a lot of success. The relievers, there hasn't been a lot of success over the last couple of weeks. So you know, these holes had to be found and identified sooner rather than later but they seem much more manageable than a lot of teams no that's a that's that's a good way to put it i i agree all right um brandon who do you have in your next group 15 through 11 we're going rockies 15 white Sox 14 braves 13 cardinals 12 and the giants fall from five last week to number 11 uh, and let's let's talk about the Giants because they're still 16 and 12, but this is a team that just two weeks ago, or excuse me, three weeks ago when we first did this, LJ had ranked number one in his rankings, um, and LJ had them number four last week. They did not do much to help their case this week, LJ, um, as they're three and seven in their last ten and are now fourth in the NL West. And this is after they drop games to the Dodgers. They lose the short two-game series at the Dodgers, um, and then they split at home against St. Louis. Uh, just not the best stretch here for them this week. No, it's not, but it's, it's a lot of bad optics there too. Overall, you look at the talent on that team, this is the first time they've dropped, I believe it was five games in a row since 2020. Yeah. Like they did it all last season. And the injuries too. Like the first month. Yeah. And of course you're talking the best slugger in the league over the last couple of years has been in and out of the lineup. I mean, now I believe, did it get confirmed? Brandon Belt's going to have enough stint on the IL with the neck stiffness. I know he got pulled from yesterday's game. I'm not sure if that happened or not. And when LJ says best slugger in the league, like this guy actually has the best slugging percentage out of anyone since 2020. Like it's, he is, he gets more total bases per at bats than, than anybody else (laughs) since 2020. And it's just a shame because he's, I mean, so far just, I I would love to see him put together a full season because he, he could have hit 45 home runs last year. He had, like 30 homers in 90 games or something. Yeah, I'm I'm not concerned about this team. I mean, I'm talking with, with what they've played, I'm showing I'm going to show where their talent is, but overall I still think this team can for this division. I mean, they they've got the stuff to do it, they've got the manager to do it. And overall, you look at the last, I mean, the last couple of days have been solid for this team. And they've kind of they've consistently like come back and at least 
put together good showings, even after whether it was a poor pitching performance or whatever, they always kind of find a way to like, there's a certain fight in this team that they don't, it doesn't feel like a bad stretch at all. So overall, I see this, I see them coming back soon and I see them coming back in a big way. The team I actually wanted to talk about that is coming back in a huge way right now, Chicago. Seven and three in their last 10. They won all six games last week. I mean, sure, granted, three of them barely count Mickey Mouse games against Boston, but um, I'm still happy to get those two saves for fantasy. Either way, you're coming off your best week of the season. You're coming on a six-game win streak, and you just got back Yoan Mankata and Joe Kelly. I'm way too excited about the Joe Kelly thing right now, but you lose Aaron Bummer. That's disappointing, but that's a bummer. Joe Kelly, Joe Kelly is uh, is a suitable replacement. I mean, you'd rather have both, but either way, you're gonna finally start to see as these guys all eventually get healthy. I mean, you're talking very little time probably on Aaron Bummer. This Super Bowl pen is gonna be back in action really, really quickly, and that's gonna make things even better for a team that's already. Currently not at full strength, a top 10 relief staff, not at full strength, a top 10 pitching staff. And now you're going to start to see this offense get a little healthier. It's these things are going to go a long way for this team. Yeah. You know, and especially because they don't really have a, a lot of true competition in the AL central. I mean, the, the twins are good. And um, LJ, if you want to take us through your, um, 10 through or i can actually do it because i had the twins at 10 10 through 6 i mean i have the twins 10 astros angels at 8 blue jays at 7 padres at 6 but really outside of the twins the white Sox don't have very many uh you know real fierce uh, competition in that al central and so many of your games come from your division but um i'm not gonna no. go that far because again there's the bottom two teams are clearly not ready to be competitive in any way shape or form right now but i still i still see cleveland i mean we're talking about cleveland this cleveland team was put in where did you have them you had them 17 we both had them 17 yeah that's that's barely bottom half they've struggled pitching lately um yeah but they can still steal games oh no they, they still can but the pitching has not been great as of late if anything, Minnesota has confirmed this year. I've got them 11. Brandon's got them 10. Minnesota has already confirmed this year that this is going to be a um, gritty, gutted-out division win for the White Sox this year, if it is a division win for the White Sox. Like Overall, I, see, I still see this as a playoff team right now, but there's enough factors in there that it's, that it's not going to be as easy as we thought it was. It's not going to be as easy as I think maybe you're trying to portray it right now like this minnesota team has certainly played themselves into a position where they can keep going i mean they're they're a starter away from being in a really really spot i think i want to talk about the astros um i had them 15th on my list last week all the way up to nine this week um and for pretty good reason they've won seven games in a row eight out of their last ten uh like i said i said i think i said this on last week's uh power ranking show they had played so many games on the road already and really not fared that bad and all things considered that once they got some some of these more home series um 
we know how how good the Astros are historically at home. And I mean, I've been right so far. They're nine and four in games at home that they've played. Seven games in a row that they've won now. Um, Astros are looking really good right now. Yeah, I had them jump from 12 to 7 as my top uh, 10 through 6. Go the Rays, the Giants, the Cardinals, the Astros, and then the Angels. Uh, Yeah, this is, again, this pitching staff's been ridiculous. They're finally, you know, hitting their stride, and they're – They've finally gotten back into that that conversation where is it fair to say from nine on kind of splitting hairs to figure out where they are outside of, of course, like I think the top three have cemented themselves, maybe top four past that. It's kind of splitting hairs to figure out where you're going. Yeah, I have like a top three and then the team I have at four, I don't think that they're like a good enough to compete with the top three, but I think they're a step ahead of everybody else. And then like five to, to 10 was, was a mess. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and give my top five right now. We've got the Padres at five, the Brewers at four, Dodgers at three, the Yankees at two and the Mets at one. Um, not really where I want to start unpacking this because there's a lot to unpack with these teams, but let's keep on with this whole, brewers conversation you know i i know i shouldn't be this bought in to this team but they again they've looked so good i think if we were let's operate under the hypothetical that their season doesn't start as terribly as it did let's pretend that their elite pitching showed up like they normally do like they have last couple of weeks if that showed up during those first two weeks I think we're talking about this as a big four and not a big three. Like we're, we're deleting that tier that we're putting Milwaukee in right now. If they hadn't had that slow start. So that's a real, that's a really positive note for a team to be on even starting as early as they did. I mean, starting 24 in my ranking. I they mean, moved up four, they moved up 20 places in four weeks. Yeah, I don't think I was as uh, as bearish on them. Yeah, I had them at 15 week one. 15 to 9 to 6. Nice. And now well, not a 4. Well, but... for, your, for your methodology, that's basically the same thing. Like, yeah, yeah, 15, basically. You um, drop that talent. But, you know, what, what I think is really interesting about the Brewers, uh, second most runs scored in the league? Like... <laughs> Am I am I looking at this right? Like this is so uncharacteristic of teams of the past, but you're talking about a guy like a Willie Adamas who has been playing MVP. out of this out of MVP. has been playing lights out. Rowdy Tellez as of late has been raking. Even Christian Yelich, look at his numbers. He's starting to get back into it. He's stealing bases again. Um, are you, are you have, back in on Christian Yelich? Um, um, the door is open. The door is open. Um, I haven't wait, stepped in. Make, wait, can we make this a weekly segment during power rankings? Yeah, if I'm if yeah, I'm in on Christian, you're out on Christian Yelich. I mean, even Hunter Renfro, LJ, when when you like awesome. look at what what he brings to the table, he he hits home runs. I mean, that's and that's right, something right. that the Brewers need. They're second in home runs. How is this team second in home runs? It's it's amazing what they've done, and of course they have the outstanding pitching staff and. Uh, Eric Lauer honestly might be their best pitcher so far this year, and no one really wants to talk about that. Oh, that's 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 very fair. Um, 
but no, let's talk about real quick. I believe it was a week ago, and I could be pulling the stat out of nowhere, but the math kind of adds up that Kyle Schwerber and Hunter Renfro had almost as many home runs as the entire Red Sox team. <laughs> like that's that's a rough spot to be in. But again, this is kind of he's going to be an interesting guy to watch, I think, because you know you're not you never talked about him as a 280 hitter. Like he's not a top level contact guy, but at the same time. He's going to be able to. He's usually the guy you're. You're looking for the bat speed. You're looking for that exit velocity. You're looking for the home runs and the power out of him. Most of the low average, high home run guys, they're dead right now because of the ball. And I'm all for it. But this is kind of proving where Hunter Guerrero's game lies, where Kyle Schwarber's game lies. They're pure, actually genuinely talented power hitters that are able to hit home runs at such little average right now that's that i think is really this ball right now is separating the boys from the men let me give my top five sorry number five i've got the rays four brewers three yankees two dodgers one mets uh lj i'm surprised that you put the yankees above the dodgers um Personally, this offense, I mean, if you watched any of the the doubleheader yesterday, is still, like, super inconsistent. And, I mean, we've already known that. But, like, two games in a row where we could barely get any run support. Like, thank you, Glaber Torres, for the walk-off. But, I mean, other than that, we're not scoring runs, really. Um, it's it's just been this, this pitching staff. I mean, 75 runs allowed for the entire season is really good and then you look at the Dodgers who have allowed 60 in 26 games um and you know they've scored more runs than the Yankees they're killing them in terms of run a differential what do you like about the the Yankees over the Dodgers here well again this pitching staff is just it's a lot of fun to watch and more so what it came down to was schedule strength of record for me I'm looking at them and I was just last week I was saying it took me for it took me a minute to believe in this team. I'm going to flat out say I had them 12 in week 2. They jump up to 3 last week. And I I remember flat out saying this Blue Jays series is going to tell me everything I need to know about the New York Yankees. And it did because overall I saw that series as a resounding success for that team. And for the organization, I know we all know that this team isn't going to be able to be the world beating offense every single time out, but we finally, it feels like this was the first time that we genuinely saw a legitimate, a stretch of legitimate length where this offense looked unstoppable. And that's with guys that I really don't think are anything special, like in a perfect world for me. Josh Donaldson and Joey Gallo be replaced. Like if this is going to be the top strength team, Josh Donaldson, by the way, 10 game hit streak for Josh Donaldson today. Well, his, his one for fours are coming along very nicely. Um, (laughs) There you go. There you go. I mean, I don't know how to tell you, Brandon, if you have a 10 game streak and you only have a two sixteen batting average, something, something's wrong. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Way again, Joey Gallo kind of Joey Gallo plays directly into the conversation I was talking about before 
where Hunter Renfro is the antithesis of it. Like guys like Yasmani Grandal and Joey Gallo, the high walk, low batting average, high walk, high home run guy, their value is not existent with this new ball. I'm sorry, but like if you're only able to hit the ball 17% of the time, you're not going to be hitting men, nearly as many home runs. All of a sudden, your slowing is going to dramatically. Just the, your game, your game kind of dies. So those two guys are like the first guys that I to, to pull from this group, and yet they're still like this is still just such a strong showing from this offense. I know I got on a tangent there, but yeah, overall I'm very pleased with that. I did have one more point to bring up on the Yankees though, and I don't think we can ignore what went on with Garrett Cole in game one yesterday. Brandon, what were your thoughts on that? Of course, they let him go back out there over 100 pitches, and mostly it seemed because Garrett Cole, can. do we want to call, can, call it convinced Aaron Boone to let him yeah, go out? Sure. I don't think it was much convincing. I would rather call it um, Aaron Boone being whipped, but you can go ahead and give your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can see it honestly either way um i'm not going to take anything away from his performance i mean he did what what we expected him to do i mean up until that point if you're him and if you if you seriously think your arm feels good enough like you haven't really gotten touched yet like he 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 was pitching outstanding um no one's really gave you a scare yet why wouldn't you want to go back out there? I mean, I don't blame Boone for putting out there. Like, obviously, it was a very short leash, and I'm sure he told Cole that. So, um, I mean, in hindsight, it worked. Um, we end up winning the game. Belizega gets those huge outs that we needed. But end of the day, I'm not going to be super mad at that. Like, sure, if we lost the game, I would have been upset about it. But I, I'm, I don't want to take anything away away from Cole's, uh, you know, overall uh, pitching performance because he was, he's back. I mean, he's he's looked very good the last few starts. No, let me, yeah, let me reiterate, trying to take anything or, this isn't me trying to slight Garrett Cole in the slightest. This is entirely my issue with Aaron Boone because, I don't know, the way I watched that all go down, I'd watch it live, but watching the, highlights and other breakdowns of the whole thing it looked like he was ready to say all right you're done when he walked out of that i believe it was the seventh thing how he went seven and a third he went i correct? think six and a third six and third either way uh so who comes out out after that sixth it, the conversation they had looked like he was ready to pull him. and at the end of the day this is this is the second time this year where things have gotten heated between the two of them on whether or not Garrett Cole should leave a game. And this is the second time that Garrett Cole has, and overall the optics get the optics of putting him back out there over hundred pitches. Aren't very good. You know, putting him after you already did it, second guessing your own decision. Aren't very good. I wouldn't have an issue with him giving him another shot. No issue at all. I think I encourage a pitcher to have that alpha alpha mentality and go out there and want the, want to keep the ball, not want to go back, uh, get pulled, to t- try to talk his manager into letting him stay in the game. But overall, this kind of showing Aaron Boone needs to have a little more control over him. And ultimately, 
would feel bad for the fans and for the rest of the team for just overall that's a tough way to lose a game but Aaron Boone deserved that decision on not having control and not kind of taking you know taking the ball out of his hands like oh that's that's a decision if this becomes a consistent path for this team that could be a lot of trouble yeah i mean at the end of the day we all know who actually pulls the strings and it's it's the front office telling them exactly what to do um i I, i'm really against like the whole or no i should say I, i really am for like the argument that the manager his main job is to keep the team chemistry high to to get along with the players but other than that so much is taken out of their hands now um like I think that uh, everyone kind of needs to realize that that there's just not a lot that the managers have control over anymore. Um, it's I mean it's just the way of the game now, and not that the manager can't have an impact on the game because they most certainly can, but they're they they know like more or less exactly which pitchers they're they're going to be uh, using um, when they go into a game. Well, Brandon, um, before we we kind of do have to talk our top team here, as for the second week in a row, we've got a unanimous decision on the New York Mets. They just keep Metsing, Brandon. I mean, yeah. I think that's, is, is, we can make that a verb if we'd like. Uh, 20 and 10 record, that's good for third best in the league. I mean, again, you're, we're kind of splitting hairs between the Yankees, the Dodgers, and the Mets at this point. Either way, I just... I like the way this team plays, the way they play together, their overall like consistency. There's not a, there's no huge holes right now, and there's not whole huge holes in each loss either. You know, obviously the relief could be better, but overall it just feels like good team game. They're playing the toughest section of their schedule going through like this this early week. I mean, you kind of need a sweep in Washington, like. Those are games you got to go out and win. But at the same time, Washington's been playing well of late. So they're kind of in a hot streak right now, the last couple days at least. You know, they gave the Angels a good run for their money. Yeah, they have a good offense. They just can't pitch to save their life, Washington. Um, Seattle could also give them a tough time. That's that's the start of a second tough stretch here. The fact that they were able to handle the first stretch – I think says a lot about this team's makeup and the management. So I don't have any worries about them going into this next one. I just want to see them go out and do it again, because this is a resound that stretch of St. Louis, Atlanta, Philadelphia, all of that resounding success in my eyes. Yeah. I mean, the Mets to be 20 and 10 at this point without Jacob DeGrom is it's amazing. Uh, and you can only hope that once he comes back, like I can't, like some of these uh, Mets runs that that they could go on when they have this full strength rotation, and you have Jacob Degrom going out there every fifth day when he comes back is is scary to think about what this team could potentially do. Uh, it's it, it really also is. Also, not forget to, I mean, we got to acknowledge, if I'm correct, didn't um, X-rays or some check in on Jacob Degrom go well this last week? I believe so. Yeah, like I haven't heard anything about him being behind schedule. So no, if anything, he's ahead. Yeah, and that's a we were we were talking going into the season. You just got to stay even 
until he gets back, and then you then you're going to go on your run. Can you imagine what this team right now is going to do when they get the best pitcher in baseball back? And I genuinely believe that once he's back, he's back for good, and he's very much still in play for the Cy Young in my eyes. That's how good he is. That's how good he's going to be. Brandon, he has had four IL stints in his career. How many of them do you think have been in the last 365 days? Three. Three. Three of his four career IL stints have been in the last year. That is a very unlucky year. And, you know, you don't rush him, of course. But once he's healthy, you bring him back. I feel very comfortable with the fact he's not going back on this year. He might not go back on for a very long time, and he's going to continue his, be able to continue his run of dominance finally. The grominance. Well, that's certainly a great way to end today's show. Thank you guys for listening. Check us out Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at MLB Daily Pod. And until then, we will see you tomorrow. Have a good one. See you manana. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22.